Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Good afternoon. Can you hear me now? Yep. I got you. Oh, okay, good. And How are you feeling? Anchor. I'm all right been better been worse but just uh yeah doing the covid thing <laughs> it's what, interesting uh, what uh symptoms um the only thing that really made me go and do a test was uh thursday night i, I woke up in the middle of the night and it was probably a mild fever because i was cold mm. and then i kind of got bundled up and then I got really hot so mm-hmm. next morning next morning I took a test and we just got um uh the home test kits delivered in the mail since we have like a physical address now so they were actually in the mailbox that morning so popped one of those open and sure enough it's good to go so good times but yeah it's only like a scratchy throat and like a a cough from ne- every now and then. Like it's not anything continuous. Um, but I mean, other than not being around any of my family, um, I've kind of just been doing what I can really for being, you know, in this situation. <laughs> so yeah. um, farmers don't necessarily care. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um yeah i'm working in an excavator all by myself anyway so i just uh roll into work and i'm solo and do that and then come home and kind of get some stuff done on the house so it's uh it's an interesting time (laughs) so i guess friday technically was the first day you tested positive yeah friday morning yep so you're pretty much out of the woods by what wednesday tuesday wednesday yeah, yeah, end of Tuesday, I'd say. So, yeah. are you talking today? Are, how's your energy? It's all right. It was kind of like a little, like more lightheaded, almost like kind of feeling. Maybe Friday, um, but nothing. I mean, I slept for ten hours last night. I think that has a lot to do with just having a empty house and you know going to bed and waking up whenever my body said to do so so you know other than that it hasn't been awful well again i'm glad you rested because your body probably definitely needed that yeah 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 for sure um so yeah i'm just trying to be smart but you know trying to if i'm not laid out flat might as well make money and get shit done so yeah yeah well sorry to hear that it sucks but you know yeah, yeah. The hardest part of this whole thing was the girls' uh, dance recital was today. 
Uh, so I missed that. So that was that was a real that was a real bummer. Cindy so. stood in line for hours on end for that ticket. Exactly. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out the window. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Patty, and Patty went and uh, good. Took uh, took took my seat. So yeah, good. it was good. I'm sure everybody yep. understood that. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It still doesn't. You know, I was like feeling bad for myself before with my other issues going on. I'm like, wow, this is a major inconvenience, and then like. COVID says, hold my beer. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I get that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're kind of towards the end of it. And your mom and dad are doing better. Yeah. Yeah. Their mom's out, out of the woods. Um, and dad is today. So, and he, he was fine. Really. Um, I mean, he was kind of doing the same thing, yard work and working on the pool, getting that open. Mm-hmm. So, you know, thank, thankfully, and mom had just more like chest and kind of throat stuff too with the cough. But yeah, I mean, it it could always be worse. That's what one of my texts to her was is, you know, yeah, it's just sucks for the moment right now, but could always be worse. Yeah. She, she reached out to me and Robin this week. Cause I guess they're building a duck donuts up there somewhere. I just saw something about that. Yes. And, uh, she she shot that over to to Robert and I, and I asked her how she was doing, and you know she went through some mostly inconveniences, you know, and that's the only thing I was able to say is yeah, you know it could be so much worse. So thankfully, yeah, you're good. So yeah, I mean yeah. Robert and I had it, and she was kind of hit a little bit <clears throat> more harder than I was, but you know I pretty much did nothing for four or five days because. I, there was one, it was like 24, 36 hours where I just was, I didn't feel right. You know, I had, I, I was, was running a fever <clears throat> uh-huh. and I was tired. I was just beat. Um, but that's it. And then after that, it was fine. And, you know, I just kind of made sure that I took four or five days just to, they say not to do any, if you're, if it's a, if it was below the head if it was like in the chest at least this is what i've read if it was in the chest uh-huh. you, shouldn't ex- you shouldn't exercise if it's anything above the chest you're fine so mine yeah. was yeah. kind of a combo so i was like all right maybe i'll just take five days and just chill and i did yeah no it's better safe than sorry i mean mm-hmm. yeah if there's any kind of and covid or whatever i mean i think that's a good general rule to follow yeah um just for any kind of illness but yeah it's like why why push it when there's really no no need to do so? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, with that, what's it, the myocarditis or whatever it is that some of these kids are getting and these long haulers are getting, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not worth it. And it was nice to have four or five days just kind of chilling on the couch. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, mine was during the was mine was during the holiday break, so I was like, all right, well. Okay, I'll just sit here and watch my numbing TV for four days. Yeah, bunch of nothing going on then too. Yeah, yeah, watch all the hall, uh, Hallmark uh, Christmas shows to your heart content. Yeah, right. <laughs> With the box of tissues and 
Some yep. bonbons. Glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You know me. Yep. Live it up, brother. The Lifetime Channel and a yeah. bottle, bottle, bottle of Cabernet and uh, some bo- tissues and, you know, we're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I was kind of expecting like, oh, here comes like the COVIDcation, like I've heard everybody talk about and call the boss up and, you know, expect and be like, all right, well, we'll, we'll see you next week. He, he was like, you feeling okay? I'm like, yeah. I was like, you know, not bad. He's like, well, you'll be sitting in an excavator all day by yourself anyway. So I was like, oh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, well, I'll be, I'll be in, in, in a bit. Good. Well, so, but yeah, making money, man. Hey, exactly. Yeah. Financially don't have to take a hit on this one. So Good. it works. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Other than that, things so. are, things are still good. Things are moving forward. Yeah. 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 We, uh, we're, we're kind of all over the place. Um, Cindy and Tanner was, uh, did the, uh, eighth grade field trip down to Washington, DC Thursday and Friday. So amidst all this, they were gone. So it's, it's been, it's been interesting. We've been playing, uh, musical chairs with houses and just kind of bouncing, bouncing all over the place. So now everybody's currently residing um, over at Aunt Patty's now. We're on okay. our, our third tier um, program here. So, but yeah, I mean we're we're we're, we're uh, just rolling with the punches here. But it's um, springtime at least, so everything's kind of opening up here. It's the property has been pretty cool to see just literally come to life within like the last week. Yeah, I'm um, sure. everything's blooming out here and cut the yard yesterday. So it's um, it's a neat time of the year to be here. It's I forgot how cool spring was when everything kind of starts popping here. Is the weather reasonable uh, temperature wise and sun and stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's been um, been a little more on the dry side. We've had a few rainstorms here and there, and. <laughs> Thunder is just starting to rumble here as I said that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been today, I'd say it almost got a little muggy. Mm. It was it was warm and uh, yeah, had an, a nice little light sweat broke on uh, on the yard work. So which is good, they say for COVID, you want some vitamin D and some circulation. Yep. So I figured yep. we got a little bit of both there. So but, that's good. Yeah, it's yeah. How's uh how's AZ going with your uh post post race from uh last weekend, right? Yeah, last yeah, weekend? yeah. It was it was. I actually just put a race wrap out there today because I mean I just was crazy busy, but the race was was good. It was it was brutal, man. It was it was brutal. It was probably the toughest fifty k I've ever done. Really? Yeah. In um, regards to climbing. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't the total amount of climbing. It was a an, a a big amount of climbing in such a short period of time. Uh, yeah, the first so the first essentially for and for those that are listening, and this is all in the race wrap up too. Is the first third so the race was on the Mogian Rim, which basically stretches from, I think it's like Flagstaff area going southeast 
down to New Mexico. And it's a, it's a plateau. It's a rim. And you, you get to the top of it and it's pretty much flat. And it, it stretches the hundreds of miles. Uh, beautiful. It's absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous. Um, essentially, the first third of the race was climbing up to the rim. The second third was on top of it. And the last third was coming down it. Uh-huh. Um, so from, from start to like mile 10, um, it was kind of undulations. There was a little bit of climbing, some downhills, back and forth, some flat. And then we hit mile 10. <laughs> and I laughed because uh, in the race, in the race situation, or the, the information they had on the website about the course, they said the first aid station was 8.6. And according to my watch, it was 10.6. So, oh, no way. Yeah. So, at, oh, that's <laughs> at a big 8. difference. <laughs> yeah. At 8.6, I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, all right, well, it's probably just up here. Around this corner. Around this yeah, corner. Yeah. It's usually, you know, <clears throat> give or take. Um, and I was feeling good at this point in time. So, I was like, all right, whatever. And then I got to mile. 10 I'm like I hear you click off at mile 10 I'm like all right where's this where's this at so any, anyway I I hit the I hit the AC and I wasn't feeling good most of the race too there was kind of like some nausea and my stomach uh-huh. was kind of kind of not going south but it was weird now I don't know if it was elevation because it was all above 5,000 it's like between 5,000 and 7,500 the entire race but that's never really been a big issue for me. So I don't know what the hell is going on. But is it um, a hot day too? It you know, it wasn't, right? It's, we I mean it probably started at fifty degrees. Uh there like the back maybe five miles, the last five miles. Uh okay. it, we were exposed, you know, coming into the finish. Uh and we were at lower elevation. And it felt hot, but it probably might have been 78 degrees, maybe, maybe 80 degrees, which is warm. You know that being out here. Yeah. Uh, but it that was never really a big issue. So in any event, um, once you hit aid station one, you cl- it, the climbing starts and it starts gradual uh, on really a Jeep trail. And then after a few miles, you start on single track and it's all switchbacks going up the the face of the rim um and i think i told you this it was like 2200 feet of climbing in two miles and it wasn't <laughs> it was it was steep as shit it was like 30 35 percent grade going up uh, yeah so it was it was tough it was it was really tough you know to the point where you know i got to maybe three quarters of the way up and I turned around and you couldn't necessarily see where you came from. Cause it was all pine. It was all covered. Uh, and, I was, and I'm just like breathing. I'm like, I'm like, Holy crap. And in the race, in the race information, they said, this might be the toughest climb you've ever done on a 50 K or it's <laughs> in, 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 in an ultra race, in an ultra race. And I'm sitting there drinking some water, leaning against the tree. I'm like, damn, that guy was serious. Yeah. You know, the only things I could, the only climbs I could think that were tougher was out there at Silver Hills in Colorado. Only I was going to say that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say in some of those compared to Silver Hills. Uh, the, the one climb in Silver Hills, well, there's the two climbs in Silver Hills. There's the one coming up and over 
earlier part of the race at like in the mile thirties, as we were dropping into uh, the main aid station there. Yeah. You know, the one that... where you, where you wanted to stab. Uh, yes. We, yeah, we got to the, we got to the top of that climb. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then the next morning. The one at the, the one, you know, going up to the top going up to the mine. Yep. 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 So, but these were, these, I would consider this almost as tough as those. And it was be just because it was just switchback after switchback after switchback. And each switchback, I, it seemed to get steeper and steeper. But wow! But the, the funny impressive. part, it gets better, though. So we get, to, we get to the top, and it levels out. And then we were on a – we were just on forest roads, right? So it was nice and flat, a little dusty on top of the rim. It was really beautiful. And come to where – the aid station is supposed to be and there's no aid station where the aid station is supposed to be uh oh my gosh really there's a, there, yeah there's a pickup truck and it, this was the race is put on by uh it's called pine strawberry fuel reduction organization so basically all the money they make goes back into the trails which is a great a great program oh that's great so there, there's one of their trucks you know and the lights are on and just two dudes kind of they look frazzled and I come running and it was, I, I had, there was a couple people that passed me on the climb and there was a couple people that I passed, but we were spread out at this point. So I was essentially by myself and I come rolling into this dude and they look frazzled. I'm looking frazzled. And he's like, <laughs> can, can I, can I get you a bottle? Can you want a bottle of water? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. That'd be great. Thanks. Um, is is this supposed to be the aid station? He's like, yeah. There's a miscommunication, and they're on their way. I'm like, oh okay. no way. Yeah, and it didn't register with me, so um, I just kept going. And I had I was literally carrying a 16 ounce bottle of a plastic bottle <laughs> of water with me. Some guy's like, water bottle, right? So I, it was it wasn't cracked open, so it was an actual. <laughs> yeah, it was a fresh bottle of water. Yeah, and about a half a mile up of the road, I see these two these two pickup trucks just hauling ass, like blowing smoke up all over the place, and they come to an abrupt stop at me, and like two guys get out of the, the car and run around to the back, and I look in the back, and they got like tables and chairs i'm like oh this is probably the aid station <laughs> yeah he's like yeah, i know who you guys are <laughs> he's like can i fill your water bottles I, and i'm at this point i'm like are these just like randoms just coming out and trying to help people out i'm like i'm not supposed to take anything from randoms and uh, yeah i'm like are you guys the aid station he's like yeah there was a big miscommunication there was this there was that i'm like ah, okay so i feel i just filled up my water bottles and Along I went, um, but I mean, it was, it was wild. It was, it, it was the first time they ever put the 50 K on. Um, they originally were supposed to do it two years ago and my buddy and I signed up for it. Um, but they canceled it because of COVID. Um, so this was like, the rough... what's the, what's the other distance they've done before? 5k and nine miles. Oh, Okay. So there, this course, they had never really, well, I'm sure the people that organize it know what the trails are and getting up to the rim and all, but I guess maybe they, I, I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but 
in any event, I, I, the good thing is at the top of the rim, the temperatures were cooler and it was all flat. And then it started kind of descending and we, we get to, I'm in, I'm coming towards about a mile, mile and a half from the aid station. And there's just woman, random woman standing in what seems to be a field with tree cover, like a camping area outside of no trail. There's no trail. It's just the flags, the orange flags stake. Uh-huh. And I'm following the orange flags and I'm like, Hey, she's like, Hey, what's your bib number? I'm like, uh, three, two, one. She's like, okay, I got you. You're Mike. I'm like, I am, I am Mike. Uh, you? <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, your aid, sta- aid station is about a mile and a half up. You're good to go. I'm like, oh, okay. You're just checking people in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. She's like, oh, by the way, you're in eighth place. I'm like, all right. That seems weird because it seems like I was going really, really slow. <laughs> yeah. The way so, everything's off. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that, that gets, is too. <laughs> it gets better, right? So at this point, the quote unquote trail is leading towards uh, this barbed wire fence separating essentially what this camping area is from Highway 87, which is kind of the main thoroughfare that goes through Payson and Pine, two-lane road. It's not a big road. And I remember reading that there's a gate. There's a gate to get through the barbed wire fence. Okay, great. Well, I find the gate. The gate's got a chain link around it, and it's padlocked. I'm like, okay. (laughs) What am I I supposed to do now? So hop the know, gate I, or go through the gate. I, I, I separated the wires and I kind of crawled my ass through it. You know, 47, 48 year old man climbing through friggin' barbed wire fences. And then you, you get there. It's all marked again with the orange flags and you're r- pretty much running 50 yards off of the road. There's no trail. It's just, you're running on the side of the road um, on the shoulder of the road, basically, until you, until you hit the aid station. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that point it was essentially all downhill. And then one, one last minute climb about four miles out from the finish. That was another like 1200 feet over two miles. Oh, really? Um, At the end then there's still climb. Yeah. Yeah. One little climb at the end. So, uh, I finished, everything was good. Uh, my knees were shot. My quads were blown. Um, but, you know, Sunday I woke up feeling good. Um, Monday I had a little tweak behind the right knee. Um, but this week I started, you know, I took Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off and running. Wednesday I got back at it and just kind of been taking a light all week. I was supposed to, I was going to do a run later today. But, you know, I do have a tower station, Mother Road tower station cracked. Uh, that a boy. We'll see what happens, but I will tell you that it was it was a it, the course was really challenging. It was really tough, uh, and I I appreciate that. Uh, the race overall was tough, uh, but it was epically beautiful. I mean, the area up there is really really awesome. You know, yeah, awesome. yeah, the pictures were awesome there, especially when you have that kind of views for that long in a course. Yeah, that's awesome. And seventh yes. overall is that? Uh, is that yeah, uh, that's official. 
That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, pretty damn yeah. impressive. Congrats. Thanks, man. Third, third for the elderly group. Third. Yeah. But yeah, she. Uh, That's awesome. She, she had told me, and I'm like, that can't be right. And then I ended up catching one dude and passing him, and then another dude that I had been running with earlier uh, caught up to me, and we were kind of running in together. And I'm like, oh, all right, well, top 10 finish. And then I finally got in, and they said seventh overall. I'm like, all right, that's pretty awesome. Nice. That's awesome. That's very cool. <laughs> it's crazy, dude, too, because the guy that won it, he was like 540, five hours and 40 minutes, right? Second place through ninth place were all 45 minutes of each other. Really? Yeah. So he, the guy that finished, he finished first in 540. Second place was like 701. And then the guy that finished in ninth was like 748 or something like that. Holy cow. Yeah, it was crazy. That, it was, was a, it was really wild. That was a spread. Mm-hmm. And there was, Jeez. there was 70 people signed up. 40 of us finished. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Holy cow, that's a big drop rate. Yeah, there's climbs. That's I'm that's telling serious. you, I'm telling you, man, the climb was brutal. This poor dude, right? We're sitting at the starting line, and big dude, big football player type size dude, really nice guy. He goes, uh, it's it's him and me and like three other guys, kind of just standing around, milling around the start line, and you got. Two of the dudes that are in tank tops, right? You got me that's in a t-shirt, and he's got like a sweatshirt on, you know, a hat and gloves. Big dude. He's like, so what are you guys thinking? Like two hours to get to the top of the rim, which was essentially like fifteen miles. And we all look, and we're like, mm, no, you're probably looking around four hours. So, gun goes off. We start running. He takes off like a bat out of hell. And uh, long story short, as we're starting to climb, I catch him. And we're kind of climbing together for probably a good, good half an hour, right? And we're kind of shooting shit and really nice guy. And uh, I stopped to go to take a leak. And he kind of keeps going. And another 15, 20 minutes later, I grab him and I pass him. And now it's starting to get to the switchback, so it's starting to get nasty. He goes, man, this course is tough. It's climbing, man. I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping we get some relief soon. And I just kind of giggled under my breath. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, dude. And I said it's starting to get like, good now. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I think, uh, I think it's going to be a long time coming until we get relief. And in all honesty, I think it gets worse. And he just, he had just, he stopped and he had just this defeated look. His shoulders started slumping. I'm like, oh, just, I'm like, I feel so bad now. <laughs> I just crushed this guy's like, soul. I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> so meanwhile, meanwhile, there's this one young kid. I, I'm assuming it was the kid that ran the race, that won the race. He comes cruising by both of us, like running up, up the, he's running up the switchbacks. So I'm like, have at it, buddy. He was probably like yeah, yeah. 30 years old. So, 
whippersnappers. <laughs> yeah. But overall, it was, a, it was a good day. The girls, it was the first time all three girls were at the finish line. Oh, nice. Uh, little shit, Elena. You know, I'm coming in on probably about 100 yards from the finish line. And it's kind of like downhill coming in. And I hear her, all right, Dad, great job. You're looking great, kicking ass. Don't trip and fall, though. And I just, (laughs) I start cracking up, like smiling and laughing. And I just wanted to kind of, how funny would it be if on purpose I just tripped and fell and rolled? (laughs) It would have been great. She would have loved that. (laughs) She would have. She would have laughed. And I think there would have been a a small portion that would have felt bad. But once she knew that I was fine and I made it up, she would yeah. she, she would crack up. But proceed um, to laugh again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we uh, yeah we we went to this little brewery right. I mean, it was literally probably a quarter of a mile from the tra- trailhead. Um, and had some beers and elk burger and um, Elena drove me home and Robin drove Bell home. So it was a. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. I mean, and it's it's a it's not a. So Elena, they had Elena drive up because I drove up Friday night and I stayed in Payson and they came up Saturday morning. So Elena drove up and back. So she drove about four hours by herself. Well, obviously not by yeah. herself, but yeah. And it's not it's, driving. It's 87, man. It's all through like the Tonto and Coconino National Forest, you know, so. Um, oh, she did a gorgeous great, drive. It yeah. is a gorgeous drive, but she did great, man. I'll have to give that Kate some credit. She did a really awesome job. Uh, not su- not surprised. Yeah. So she just went. They they wrapped up their so- soccer season, and I guess the the uh, travel team that they they have, they're kind of doing an end of season, end of year uh, soccer Olympics from oh, two. Cool. Well, yeah, two o'clock to four o'clock. Well, yesterday was the first hundred hundred degree day. Today's another hundred degree day. So she ain't too ain't too happy about doing soccer Olympics in a hundred degree heat in the hottest part of the day. Yeah, yeah, you gotta want it then. Yeah, so that's that's why soccer seasons during the winter in Arizona. Yeah, well, it starts back up in August, man. They start practice. Yeah, true. True. I guess high school at least, right? Yeah, high school's I think what, November, December through February. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh that was the race. It was uh it was good. Now it's uh taking some time before the next well I, we got October. We got a while away to the big one. Oh, I was gonna say, is there anything before that? I think they have uh they have this race it's like the month before Havelina. it's on the same trail um and it's like a 25k 50k 75k i did it four years ago when when we did Havelina. so i might and it's at night too it starts at like you know eight o'clock at night so it's a really good acclimation to not only the trail and but also running it at night so i'll probably sign up for that uh, but nothing we might I, we're think because we were supposed to go well i should tell you this now we were we were supposed to be coming back there in june but i don't think we're going to do that just because of bella's surgery oh uh, is there a 
set time for that now? So yeah, we uh, it's the thirty first. So it's after her graduation party, the day after Memorial Day. Oh, okay. So she's having that then, and then uh, you know we were supposed to leave probably like three weeks later, two three weeks later. Um, and with she doesn't feel comfortable flying. We don't know where she's going to be with respect to um, the recovery process. You know, plus she's leaving you know, in August to go to school. So there's that whole thing. So her and Robin determined that, hey, listen, it's probably best that you don't go back. Uh, Elena's going back. She'll be back there, but we're not going back. Instead, we're all going to San Diego the last week of July. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that should be – so Bella and Elena and probably a friend or two of those guys. So that should be the last kind of hurrah before Bella – needs to go to school so that'll be nice oh that'd be great yeah that'll be one one last big hoorah there before iowa bound yep yep so uh but there is there is some there is some talks in the works about some uh potential real estate opportunities that may be happening oh really yeah with uh in Iowa? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not quite. <laughs> no, there, PA. Oh, no kidding, really? Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, Sweet. I, mean, I, I, could, I could tell you this now, and we could put it out there. And if anybody's listening that might be able to help us out back there, please let us know. So, with, you know, Elena's kind of heart set on going to Penn State. She really, 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 really wants to go to Penn State. And she's kind of working hard to maintain the grades to get her into Penn State. So, um, you know, out-of-state tuition is way, way more expensive than in-state tuition. And, you know, you have to be able to show proof of residency for an extended period of time. I've heard two to three years. So we need to jump on this sooner rather than later. So what we're thinking of doing, and I've already put the wheels in motion. I've talked to Pete out here and then our realtor back there um, Uh about um, selling this place and then buying a condo here and then buying a condo there and just do the the part-time living back and forth. Really? Yeah. So we, we actually found a place back there, right, right in Conshohocken. Um, I don't know if it's going to be available when we want to pull the trigger because um, uh-huh. we got a couple things going on over the course of the next few months, you know, graduation, yeah. girl going a little, to college. A little bit here year. and there. So probably by sometime fall, we'll start thinking about it, but that's, that, those plans are in work. So uh, it's very likely we'll be back there for several months out of the year coming up, hopefully. Wow. Kind of like a snowbird in or yeah, it's well, winter, Winter Arizona, or is that gonna? Yeah, how well, the, how, how we'll probably dictate. Well, well, Pennsylvania has to be quote unquote our, our primary, primary residence. residence. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is we'll probably be out here till, and this is all gonna. It it probably won't happen. Like the whole part time living, if you will, won't happen until Elena's actually in school. Uh, yeah. 
but what I could see happening is we'd be out here and with Robin and the, and the Academy and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Probably us being out here, like figure like mid September time frame, say after Labor Day till, I don't know, May, end of April, May. Uh oh. Bear with us, ladies and gentlemen. He might. You there? Yep. Did you get a call? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's exciting, man. That's very exciting. I, I was kind of not surprised um, about that. I I thought, you know, with Elena's plans and stuff, that something like that may be sooner than later. But that's that's awesome. I love hearing that news. Yeah. So we figured like September to May here and then May to September there. Um, Perfect. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, just with, I mean, the positive is if it, if it, it comes to fruition and it works out, you know, the amount of money we'd save on a tuition would far well return the investment on the property. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, we, I mean, we, we talked about it. We were planning on doing something like this eventually uh, but if she's, if she's so damn heart set on going there, then why don't we pull the trigger sooner? Now, the downside is if she doesn't go to a state school, like a, a, a Pennsylvania state school, she's still going to end up on the East Coast, and we were still going to do this anyway. So, yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah uh, exactly. That's the idea, man. So that's the, that's the latest news and excitement right now. That's awesome. That is so cool. The downside is there's shit available here. Um, right now, I mean, it's it's even though it is a seller's market, still the inventory is low, and both sides yeah. of the fence, it's it's low. But the great news is the amount that we could sell our house for is just freaking asinine. But oh yes, yeah. you know that story. Yep, yep. No, it's it's a matter. Yeah, like you said, it's a matter of finding something but yeah selling selling off still it's still a good time to do that yeah so yeah that's that's kind of exciting but you know we got we got some stuff going on over the course of the next couple months awesome awesome stuff yeah you got you got a lot going on here coming yeah. up soon <laughs> yeah but i was thinking i was thinking because i know i know she still want elena still wants to come back at some point in time for a game in the fall oh yeah uh, so we were thinking probably more like the october november time frame for that but i was thinking of maybe coming back because the girls starts well elena or bella will be gone you know sometime in august and then robin and elena will start school sometime in august so i was thinking maybe i'll come back and maybe if you have the ability and some freedom work-wise, maybe come back and just hang out in Clark Summit for a weekend. In yeah, August. yeah. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, that'd be great. Yep. Yeah, I'll, hopefully by August we'll have a house somewhat put together. <laughs> no, we could also throw up some freaking hammocks in the backyard too. Yeah, I, I was about ready to set up a tent with all the chaos <laughs> and quarantine. That uh, tent in the backyard was my uh, my next option to go to. Yeah. There. <laughs> so yeah, that's always that's always a good possibility. 
Cool. Nobody else other than you, it's you and your parents, but none of the Cindy or the kids are good. Knock on wood. I mean, as of this minute right now, today. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. So. It's crazy how it works. Cause I mean, when I had it, I mean, you know, our house, it's not, it's not large and it's all open. It's mostly all open space except for the bedrooms. And um, for the, from the moment that I tested positive to the, the what I think it was seven to 10 days or whatever it was, you know, I was essentially just on the couch and they were walking around me. They were, I mean, we were keeping our distance, you know, but we were still in the same home. Um, yeah. And, and nobody got it. It was weird. That's weird. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I can't believe I got through a whole wrestling season and, you know, mm-hmm. there was, we had to take breaks throughout the season and like, it was, it was intense. I was like, I'm going to get it at some point. It's just not if, but when never got through the whole season unscathed all the, with my old job, you know, it was all wearing masks inside these, these big factories, nothing, nothing there. And, you know, I'm starting to work on a farm and outside all the time now and I get it. So were, I don't have, know. Have do you do you narrow it down to the possibility of where and when? No, nothing, nothing. So because I know, you know we was, was, we went to the Cardinals game, and I I have to imagine I got it sitting in that stadium on Christmas Day. But the crazy wild thing is, is that nobody else in Robin, the girls, Robin's parents got it. I was the only one. So, yeah, yeah, everybody else around, I don't know, it's weird, it's a weird thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, have you been sipping on anything, by the way? I have been, yeah. I'm, I'm staying hydrated. I'm, I'm drinking plenty of fluids, but this uh, 12 ounces here happens to be uh, New Trail Brewing. Uh, they're modern West Coast IPA. Where's New Trail Brewing out of? Uh, Williamsport. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. They, I got a nice variety pack. They got a like a Gearhead IPA, uh, like a Broken Heels, um, Hazy IPA. It's good. It's good stuff. Next time, mm-hmm. next time you're in, I'll have to stock up on some. Where'd you, uh, where'd you get that from? Um, where did I get that from? I think down off of uh, Kaiser Ave. Yeah, uh, like a brewery just, or no, no, just a regular beer store. Okay. So yeah, they're they're more common around here right now. It's they but they've got and they're actually they're they're on tap in some of the sports bars. Wow. So good. Well, the good stuff. I'll, I'll tell you out here, man. Like Tower Station. When I started, when I found it three or four years ago, four years ago, I guess when we first moved here it was hard to find. I mean, you could usually only get it at mother road up in flag or at like, um, total wine. Uh huh. Now you could go to most restaurants. They have it on tap. Really? Yep. Yep. Which is great for me. Yeah. I was going to say that's, that's perfect. (laughs) But, uh, actually speaking of good beer, church music is another good IPA from out here. And uh, when I music? went, 
Yeah, it's called, I think it's called, the brewery is like the spot on brewery out here. I think it's in Tempe. Um, but I, uh, when I went up to, on Friday last week for the race, um, I got a room in Payson and then I, Payson and Pine are like probably about 15, 20 minutes apart from each other, probably like six or seven miles. It's not really far, but it's a windy road. Uh, so I got up there around dinner time and I went right to Pine to get my, you know, my packet and check in and all that stuff. And Pine's really small, man. It's like kind of like a fair play type. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I go to the, the, the registration area is at like the, the town supermarket. So, you know, think about, uh, it's at Prater's, right? Yep. Yep. So think about going to Prater's to pick up your packet and shit. Right? Uh-huh. So you leave, you leave the grocery store or whatever you get the market. And there's this place called the old, old country Inn, And it's kind of, it looks like kind of a, just three buildings, but it's a brick oven pizza joint and it's mostly outside seating. And they have like a little barn for a little, really little, little tiny barn, like the size of a garage with a, a guy playing the guitar and music in it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so I stroll in there at like 7 o'clock and I grab a pizza and they have church music on tap. And I'm looking like, all right, well, I got a race tomorrow. Beer sounds pretty good. Church music is really, really good. I'm going to have a couple beers and enjoy some pizza. And I did. <laughs> so that could have been another reason why I felt nauseous and <laughs> it's it's all coming together now <laughs> now that i talked this out loud it's starting to make sense but dude it was it was uh the <coughs> if you guys come out for for a period of time i gotta take you you'd really like it up there you 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 all would like it up there it's your kind of town oh it sounds awesome sounds Sounds like we would definitely like the, that kind of setting. Yeah, it sounds like you get, you're getting a little bit of a storm back there. Yeah, that thunder I was talking about is uh, sitting right on top of us now. So I, I, I had to move my uh, studio indoors now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's right on top of us. So crazy East Coast weather, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I was sitting in the sunshine there when we started as black could be that's crazy so yep <clears throat> good old east coast here so just so what do you... my basement stays dry <laughs> yeah right what do you have planned for the rest of the evening um i was actually going to uh frame up a, a wall in the house okay so that's uh that's on my to-do list we'll see how that goes but um, good, good yeah, we're, we're just trying to push to, to get in here and get situated. And right now we're figuring out what we need to do before we move in and then what we can still do while we're living here. So that's right. kind of where we're at now housewise. Um, so that's trying to get things knocked out. We pulled up, I don't know if I told you, we pulled up all the carpet mm-hmm. um, a few weeks ago. So now we have gorgeous wood floors, but we have to pretty much sand them and put a finish on them so that's that's our next big big obstacle to do so we'll uh 
Yeah, get that figured out and then go from there. But I are you gonna are you gonna keep them like just keep them hardwood and then put throw rugs down and stuff? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll put area rugs and nice and all that. That's Cindy likes to cover up everything with carpets like that. So I, I like I like right now because everything's just wide open and you can see just all the the nice wood features and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that and like our uh, our sunroom out there, our our fireplace room. That's all um, flagstone flooring mm. that they supposedly um, had from the property. I think when they were building it or they were digging for, there, there used to be a pool on the property, but they filled it in. But when they were pulling all the stone out for that, they used that for the flooring on the, on the, in the sunroom. And it's just gorgeous. But I was like, I, I'm trying to like wheel and deal with Cindy, like, so, so maybe during the summertime we could have it all open and everything, and then winter we put a throw a area rug on it. So we'll see see how that goes. <laughs> I'd have to imagine these uh, these hardwood floors are like real deal hardwood floors, not like any type of pergo or anything like that. These are original. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These are true hardwood uh, oak floors. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. This house was built in 1958. So by the looks of it, they pretty much installed these wood floors and then put carpet over it immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mind-boggling, but I'm glad they did because it's you know for the most part they're they're pretty protected and pristine. Yeah, well, they did that with our house in Plymouth Meeting. You know, all those houses were built in the 50s, right? So and each it was that same colonial style house, and all the hard all the floors were the original hardwood floors and they were just beautiful i mean we ripped up we ripped up two in the bedrooms uh-huh. and it was just gorgeous and i mean they were just really really gorgeous and then we you know we put area rugs down to cover them up which yeah <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do what are you gonna do yeah yeah it's exciting it's, it was a. Uh... It was it was a lot of work gutting all the carpet and everything, but to see what was laying underneath it, it was it was pretty cool to discover. We had we had this nice little gem to work with. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it's yeah. be beautiful, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we're just gonna figure things out here and get ready for the the summer season coming up. So we're we're getting excited for that though. Trying to figure out where our our fire pit will be in the yard and you know trying to you know talk about putting a garden in and you know all the outside stuff was what I'm really looking forward to so yeah it's fun Tanner had uh his birthday he had uh just some buddies over well they went to a sports bar first and they didn't get it they didn't get they didn't get any beers but they, I was gonna uh, say wait a second aren't they like 14 <laughs> Yeah, Cindy and I sat at the bar um, <laughs> while the, the boys had their own booth there, and they just kind of hung out there. But came back here afterwards and had a bonfire and um, swinging golf clubs around. <laughs> That's uh, Tanner's new thing now since we're back east. Is he's getting into golf? Really? So yeah, yeah. He um he just while well, we were up at our neighbors and they have one of those golf simulators set up in their garage mm-hmm. and um it was actually uh my old buddy uh Joe Hughes he was um 
he was good buddies with uh, Jimmy Cook. Okay. In, in, in his uh, class. Well, he's a golf pro out of Penn State. Okay. So he was in, and they, we were over there, and he was starting to give Tanner some pointers and stuff. And from that night on, Tanner's just been all about it. So we had some – a couple. my dad had a couple old sets in the garage. One was actually, I think, Kevin's from, like, high school. So Tanner acquired those, and he's just been – he's gone out a couple times with his buddy, and, yeah, that's, that's his thing right now, soccer and golf. Well, that's cool, man. There's nothing wrong with that. No, nope. uh, just both two sports. I, I have zero help. <laughs> with right. Them. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's, I would rather spend four hours of a Saturday or Sunday out in the mountains somewhere rather than on a golf course. But that's just me. Uh, there was yeah, times me, me though too. that I used to golf though. And, you know, I'll tell you, man, I was never really that good, but there was those moments where you, you, when you hit a ball, and the ball actually does what you wanted it to do. Yeah, and yeah. It it feels right. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. And being what you know, he's fourteen, right? He just turned fourteen. Yep, yep. Fourteen and, years old. You know, he especially if he's got he's got a resource like Joe around him that could give him some pointers here and there. Hell, yeah, yeah. It was, was fun. Well, he was like, Dad. Everybody golfs around here. I was like, yeah, it's something you didn't see a lot in Colorado where we were at. <laughs> yeah, 10,000 feet up, there's not many golf courses yeah. running around. But I was telling them if we go back to Colorado, like the golf balls actually go farther at altitude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, right? you, you might, you might, we might have to try it if we go back during the, the summer season there. <laughs> so where, uh, where is the closest golf course to Fair Play, Colorado? To fair play, well, there's one pretty high-end one actually in Breckenridge. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Right, right. There's one in Breckenridge, but then I think like Leadville had one. Really? Had one down there. Maybe Leadville too. Yeah. Yeah, there was a few smaller courses up in the mountains there. But I, I could only imagine maintaining a golf course there like with the greens and stuff, like trying to keep them and decent condition at altitude because I, I I did one summer on the grounds at Penn State you know and just trying to get grass to grow in general <laughs> at altitude is such a hard task let alone like fairways and greens and tees and everything I was like I yeah. couldn't imagine couldn't imagine uh shifting gears for a second I uh the coca donut did yes you, did you see anything about that um, just bits and pieces, really. The guy that won, won it in two and a half days. Really? Yes. He, oh. it, it was, I want to say 55 hours, something like that, 56 hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, he was, now granted, they, it was a different course. Uh, That's right, because of fires, was it? Yeah, exactly. So basically, the fire, the fires that were happening. So the course started at Black Canyon, Black Canyon City, and went to fly and went to Flagstaff. The fires were were between Black Canyon City and just south of Prescott. So they moved the start to Prescott, and I think the first, I want to say, like seventy miles 
were in and around Prescott before they started go- venturing onto the course, the original course back up to Flagstaff. So, oh, okay. I, I don't know if that means it was harder or easier, but from my understanding last year, that first 40 miles going from Black Canyon up to Crown King was brutal. Uh, and it was, oh, most, yeah. it was mostly because of the huge climb, but it was also because of the heat. Now, granted, it was hotter this year, but they were in Prescott, which was definitely definitely cooler but i forget who this guy's who this guy was uh but yeah he 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 crushed it wow yeah wow. He that's it impressive because i was i was getting updates on it and it was because it started what monday morning and i think this was late wednesday yeah, late Wednesday, Jeez. I saw that he he finished. I'm like, that can't be right. And it was, I thought, I, I might be wrong, but I thought it was like 54 to 56 hours or something like that. Maybe a little bit, almost positive, it was less than 60. So, wow, wow, impressive. That's yeah, yeah. Even if it's hot or not, like it's still 250 miles. Dude, I don't care if it's flat around a track. <laughs> Two hundred and fifty yeah. miles in, in sixty less than sixty hours? That's crazy. Yeah. Mind blowing. Wow. I did see that there was uh, I guess this weekend was is it the Massanutton? <coughs> Massanutton up in Vermont, I think it is. Um a a woman that did the Cocodona did the Massanutton. 100 this past weekend so she finished say she finished oh last gosh. friday now i don't i don't know for a fact if she finished the cocodona but i know she ran it uh-huh uh, everything leads me to believe that she finished it and then she went and ran a hundred miler the following Holy weekend cat. oh my gosh fucking crazy that, that yeah to do a couple hundreds like that is mind-boggling but 250 and then jump into another hundred yeah Wow. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm good doing, you know, a handful a year. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, um, Jeff Browning, Jeff Brown, Jeff Brown. Yeah. yeah no, you're right. You're right. Jeff I Brown. mean, he, yeah, he's been like doing the, with the double before that was like Western States and then hard rock and like just doing that within that amount, like I think it's they're a couple weeks spread apart or something. I think it's three weeks, yeah. Three weeks, like yeah, that and to be competitive at both of them too, mm-hmm. like top ten or something. Usually, you know, yeah. I remember that was a big deal. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's that's impressive. That's impressive. But I mean, I guess these these folks, I think most of them typically, you know, they have the time and ability to train for that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But still, a human body, man. That's that's something else. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think that's a that's a good nugget for today. Is that I don't think we give ourselves enough credit as far as what we what we could test ourselves with. Yep, I think yep. we're we're able to do more than we really think we can do. We just for some particular reason uh, hold ourselves back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're very, I think the mind, you know, the, the mind can shut down before the body actually can a lot of times. Who's the Goggins that says like, you're, you're, you're only 40% or something. You yep. got 40% or 
when you when you think you're done <laughs> yeah you're only when you think you're at your limit you're only you've only used 40 percent of your your capabilities or your potential 40 yeah. percent of your potential exactly yeah yeah that uh that documentary i spoke about before the 14 peaks that guy mm-hmm. said something similar like just when you think you're screwed, like you're only like 45% screwed or something like that. But it was along the same lines. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story about that. The thinking you're screwed, right? <laughs> the race last week. So we had a, they didn't want everybody parking in the trailhead because it was limited parking spaces, right? So about a quarter of the mile up the road, there's this big kind of camping open space. So they said, everybody, you know, go there first and then we'll bus you over to the start, the starting area. So everybody's gathering. Right. And I'm like, okay, uh, I put, I'm putting my shoes on. Right. (laughs) And I'm going to tie my shoes and the second to the bottom, uh, shoelace hole ear. What what do you want to call that thing? Uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope pops open rips. Oh, really? And I'm like, oh, that's not, that's definitely not ideal. That's uh, not ideal. But it, it, it ended up, it ended up being fine. I was able, I was able to, it was one eye hole. It wasn't that big of a deal. So, but again, there's another indicator of how my day set up. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Exactly. Well, some people would have just, you know, really held on to that, just thinking they're screwed, and you know, it's it's not ideal, but it could always be worse. So just right. deal deal with it. <laughs> I giggled, I giggled. I thought it was pretty funny, um, yeah. and I just I just kept thinking about Billy Yang Satan. You know, usually when you're going into an ultra, anything you think will happen usually does and there's about a ton of other things that you will not even imagine happening that'll happen and it will yeah yeah, and it will and that's one of the things i'm like i can't really prepare for that one nope didn't see that one coming yeah who checks the islets on their sneakers the night before (laughs) you probably do ah you know i'll I'll get a little snug test here and there (laughs) Make just sure it's sound. Just in case. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. I like to have some redundancy in there. Cindy. Well, uh, Cindy. <laughs> get the welder out. We're going to weld this. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I got a Leatherman usually on me, so I just pop another hole in there. <laughs> Throw some duct tape on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be happy to hear this, so. Uh, what I've what I've going to be sitting down with Robin probably within the next week or two is um, prepping for Havelina, and uh, we're going to go out and get some. What's a, it's Luca tape, right? I think it's Luca tape. Yep, yep. We're going to go out and get a bunch of Luca tape, and we're going to start YouTubing taping the feet, and we're going to just nice. keep, just keep practicing taping the feet until Havelina. Just so uh-huh. we know, we know that, and I'm going to probably tape them before I even start the race, just to uh, just to make sure. Yep. Well, and we've talked about before, and it's still fresh in my mind. But every time you roll into the to that base camp, there, 
there's a new pair of socks mm-hmm. and I would, I would say a scrub down, yep. a little, little foot bath going on there. Yeah. Every time taking, taking that extra five minutes and uh, washing those feet down. And if he could uh, afford to have maybe three pairs of shoes to alternate around, I think that would, um, that would be beneficial. Yeah. I'm going to start kind of trying out stuff now, yeah. you know, cause, uh, I mean, we, we talked about this and I really, I really want to break that 24 hour mark. And, you know, I don't know if I can, I mean, I might just be, <laughs> I might just be too old and slow. Um, nah, that's, that's invalid. That's an invalid but, excuse. Yeah. I just, I think we could, I think we could do it because we were close. We were close four years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if, if that, if that wasn't even like a half dollar, that was like a, I don't know, majority of your foot, let's say, was a blister. If that wasn't an issue, then it would have been a different outcome. Yeah, so it uh, it's going to be fun going, you know, just trying it. So I, uh, my my hope uh, is that we might be able to get your butt out here for that weekend. We'll see, uh, see what's possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That means I have to be in pacer shape, though, so... No, no, you don't have to pace. You could crew. You could just crew, man. I could, I, I could crew. I know I know a thing or two there, yeah. You could yeah. definitely crew. Um, and, you know, you, you, I mean, if you wanted to pace, you could do one loop, but, man, you don't need to pace at all because it's not like I don't know that freaking course. Uh, yeah. I've ran it so many times, but, uh, yeah, I mean, having, having you out here at Chief, that'd be... That'd be brilliant. Well, we, me and Robin, last uh, last race there, we we were getting some ideas for our uh, our tent tent situation of I don't know. I think there were some sofas and, and lights and maybe a mini bar or something. We had, there was a lot of good ideas <laughs> yeah. we uh, we saw. So well, I'm I'm sure uh, at that point in time, Elena could be partaking in some of the fun with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, as long as there wasn't walking, that was the biggest problem last time. Was there was some walking involved. <laughs> yeah, well, she's out right now <laughs> doing soccer Olympics in a hundred and one degree temperature. So yeah, I, I want to hear it. <laughs> right, she's capable. She's capable of so much more. <laughs> and she'll tell you. Speaking yeah, of, <laughs> she'll she'll tell you. I'm way more. I'm way more capable. I uh, definitely one hundred percent capable. But being capable and wanting to do it are two different things. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's where the real obstacle comes in. So <laughs> yeah, that that would be fun. That would definitely be fun. Well, we need to FaceTime with uh, Robin and you, you and I'll, we'll get a, a crew game plan then. Yeah, we could definitely do that. We got, I, I would, I was going to say we got time, but I mean, shit, October will be here before you know it. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that statement. So, well, hey, dude, go go fortify and build your wall. Yep, that sounds good. Thanks for uh, thanks for catching up here. Good, uh, good, good connecting. Feel better, okay? Just a uh, little patience, left foot, right foot, just like everything. Yep, that's a game plan. I'm not gonna push anything. Just uh, yeah, yeah. The other night, I think I laid down finally. I was like, just kind of like taking a moment. Before falling asleep, I was like, okay, so this this is what COVID feels like, you know, like, as long as it's been, like, 
two years of the the talk and the hype and everything and just kind of laid still. I was like, all right, so this is it. <laughs> so it's all right, though. Yeah, it's uh, just fortunate. Like, like you said, it uh, it could be worse. Yep, yep, exactly, exactly. I'm not downplaying anything. I'm just fortunate that I'm feeling the way I'm feeling at least. So, but yeah, for all those that do come upon this, take it, take it seriously, and uh, don't push things. And I don't know, get her done. Yep, I'll take care of yourself and give my best yep. to everybody. Yep, do the same, and uh, we'll catch up with you next time. All right, brother. Peace, everybody. Much love. Take care, everybody. Be safe. Later. Later.